Welcome to Mercedes in the Chap, a show dedicated to helping humans become extraordinary. Here we'll hone a well-rounded roadmap for us to step into our potential in all things relationships, work, purpose, and legacy. And today, Chap, we had on your very good friend, Cher Gottman, and she gave us the juiciest information because she is NYC wing woman, uh, dating coach extraordinaire, and she basically got into all the nitty-gritty of why do we pick the worst damn romantic partners ever, speaking to myself, um, <laughs> to kick us off. And then we also got into details for really how I feel like men can like be confident walking into a bar or whatever setting where they want to meet someone and pull it all the way off. Yeah, listen, I, I mean, I, the, this woman is amazing. Um, I have to put my glasses on so I can read the small print, but I don't <laughs> want to forget anything. But, but I know, but, but she, she has been, she has been, uh, she's a professional actor. She had, was on um, My Sweet 16, was it My Super Sweet 16? Uh, my Sweet 16, My Super Sweet 16. Uh, oh, and I, I remember she's in that. Season, uh, I don't, because I didn't watch it, but I should. <laughs> she's in season four of her on a show on TLC called Smothered. Um, she runs a such a good show, by the way. So yeah, it's good. She she's only uh, uh, she she's very successful at her her own company. This dating NYC wing woman, um, former in uh, NHL uh, uh, hockey lightning girl. Lightning so girl. for yeah, Tampa Bay Lightning. Nice. Uh, I mean, she, can we just talk about how hot she is though? Is that oh, legal? Are we allowed? I I mean, do you allow it? I allow chap? it. Yes. Okay. For for this moment, please <laughs> please continue. She yeah, is, she's hot. gorgeous. Yeah, I mean, gorgeous. you guys are going to see, but. Yeah, you'll see. You'll see. A wonderful person, a mother. I've known her for a long time. We've worked on some film projects together. Really good actor, um, but just, just a genius, beautiful soul. And if you don't fall in love with her in the 30-minute episode, <laughs> yeah. then all right, I chap, can't help you. Enough, enough. Let's okay. get into the episode. All Let's right, go. all right, all right. <laughs> Cher, it is so amazing to have you here with us on our red couch. Yes, thank you. I'm so excited to be here. Yes, this is incredible. And I want to just kick this off by asking you, why the heck is it that we choose the wrong partners over and over? It's like same guy or girl, different face every time. It's so true. You know what? I think it's something that we're drawn to. And a lot of times we're drawn to people that aren't right for us. Mm -hmm. And it's hard, but you know what? A lot of times opposites attract, they say, right? So you end up going for this person who not necessarily is the right one for you. Um, but yeah, it happens all the time. Yeah. Yeah. And chemistry too. It's like the elusive thing, well, we didn't have chemistry or something like that. But I mean, as a dating coach, how do you describe chemistry to a client? I think chemistry a lot of times is a feeling that you get. And I teach my clients how to get more chemistry. Um, so I look work a lot with men and helping men learn how to attract and retain a woman in their life. And so a lot of guys come to me who are just very nice guys. And yeah. they say, you know, nice guys don't get the girl. You got to be mean and you got to be tougher. <laughs> you got to build that chemistry. And it's true that you got to build the chemistry. But I think that nice guys really can win a lot of times, but they have to be authentically nice. And a lot of times mm. nice guys get this bad rap where they're just more, um, they're doing whatever somebody wants for them. Like so they're, they're so nice. They're just people pleasing, but that's not them. They're not being authentic yeah. and real. And chemistry built is built on 
being real. And if girl tells you, I like this food, but you don't actually like it, like right. say you don't like it, like be that genuine person. Um, yeah, and I think that's what's going to spark that chemistry and start enlightening it. And, and hopefully that comes, right? I mean, hopefully this comes out um, at least by your before you really get to know the person, hopefully that starts coming out. The that the, the maybe maybe hopefully for this nice guy is on the surface he's a nice guy, but then you start seeing as as the woman, and he he is kind of a Viking. He does have this warrior. <laughs> I will I will feed you and I will provide for you and I will and I will do my part. I, yeah. And and I think maybe that is that why because you guys you guys would know this. You ladies would know. By the way, I have the best job in the world. <laughs> but but, um, but no, is that, why is that, right? Yeah, why is that, I think right? it's that direction that Cher's talking about, like instead, or even a boundary maybe that he's setting instead of, and it really does come with the being blisteringly honest or being authentic in that moment instead of just being a people pleaser and just doing what you think she's going to like, you know, because right. she, just being just like her. She doesn't want to just be um, mirrored over and over. She doesn't want to be with herself. She wants to be with something she can align to. Exactly. And something she could be excited about. We want passion, right? We want something that we want to work for towards. And if yeah. this guy is putting us on this pedestal, doing something for us all the time, constantly, it's nice. But there's nothing that we get excited about. We're not trying to get him. And we want to challenge, too, a little bit as well. Um, I love that. That yeah. idea about pedestaling is something that Chap and I have talked about before, where pedestaling is still distance because you're putting someone, maybe it's a vertical distance, you know, you're putting mm -hmm. someone above you, but you're still creating distance rather than being like, hey, we're both humans, we're both in this together, and we want to have a mutually beneficial relationship. How do we both come into it with proper boundaries and authentic communication so that we can move forward together instead right. of she's, you know, pedestaled and she's basically trying to like perform at some point. Now she's on a stage almost mm -hmm. and you've created this separation between you and her. And instead just how do you, you know, breaking down that gap. But I love that yeah. you bring that about. And it's, it's so true though. And also if you're just being the nice guy, when I say nice guy, I mean the guy who's just doing everything just to please the girl. He's not being like real and we feel like something is off like yes. we don't feel we're not connecting to you fully because we're not really getting to know it's you not fully safe. right it just doesn't feel safe and as women like you know like we're taught always growing up like hey you need to always be aware of your surroundings like yeah. don't trust guys like we're constantly like on our on edge a little bit around around men especially when we first meet them and so if something doesn't feel real that's a yeah. red flag right there. We're so maybe, about. so yeah, so sorry. So maybe with regard to like a deployable um, thing that if, if, if I'm sitting at home or, or wherever watching this, because uh, this is one amazing, yeah. um, I'm thinking, okay, well, the, really the takeaway is just be authentic. Now, the nice thing though about being nice is you can show I am a caring human. 100%. But you also got to be able to show your, your, and you might, honestly, you really need to think about this as a guy. You just might not be the right person for this girl. I mean, just that's newsflash, it. right? Newsflash. Yeah, I think and it's, that's okay. Yeah. And like, that's okay exactly. to not be the right guy. You can't go into a relationship with expectations. And you know, it's interesting when I meet my clients, they go out and like, I take them sometimes well, I used to not anymore. Now I have um, coaches who work for me who will do it. But we would actually take them into the bar and teach them how to approach a girl. How do you start talking to them? 
and they would go in with all these expectations. And as soon as they see a beautiful girl, all of a sudden she's on this huge pedestal and she like, they really, they go in and they like her and they want her. And we feel that energy. And you know, when we, like I was saying before, we're taught from a young age to look or be aware of our surroundings. We see you staring at us. We see you doing that. Oh, I'm going to talk to her. Oh no, I'm not. It's not the right time. I walk away or we see you, um, like glancing over at us constantly, we're aware of that. So if you see someone that you're interested in, you have to go, you approach, you have three seconds to make that decision, go right up and be that confident, nice guy. You're not there to hurt us. You're not there to do something negative towards us. Just be that confident, authentic, real, genuine man. And like you were saying, um, you know, you it's great to be nice. Like I love nice guys but be actually nice. Don't be manipulative. Right. It's authenticity. Yes. And it's really like we, some reason our culture, we always, we're, we're binary beings, right? We yes. have like two sides of the brain and everything. We swing from black or white. We swing from the macho jerk to the super nice guy who's really a coward because he's not willing to hold his, his own um, boundaries and confidence and his own wants and needs to this guy who's just a manipulating who we're afraid of, who's mm-hmm. also unsafe. And it's really hard. You know, the U shape when you think about like politics everything on these two ends of this big U are the extremes and look how close they sit together. Mm -hmm. Right. And so that's the macho jerk and (laughs) the, the nice guy. And the place you're trying to get is somewhere in the middle of those two guys where he's taking into consideration, you know, I don't, I want to be kind. I don't want to be manipulative, but I also want to get what I want in life. Mm -hmm. And I don't, you know, I'm going to have boundaries. I'm going to have things that I desire. And so that's a question I have for you, Cher is about what, what is the work you ask your clients to do? Or maybe it's like you're pulling it out of them to figure out exactly what they want in a significant other, in a romantic relationship. Because I think that's something people aren't doing. Yeah, no, 100%. I think it's so true. I do have them come in, and when they first come in, kind of write a list. And I know lists sometimes people <laughs> feel is silly, but you really need to know what it is that you're looking for. Because if you're you want somebody who cooks, like, you might not want to go to a bar to meet them. Maybe you go to a cooking class mm-hmm. to meet them. If you you know what it is that you're looking for, you can surround yourself and by, with people who have that same desire as you, and you can meet that person a lot easier. It's a lot harder just to go to the bar or the nightclub and just throw a dart, right? Yeah. But if you go to a class, like a cooking class, or you're really into sports, go to a sporting, you know, a sporting game or a sporting arena you're going to find someone there who has a similar interest as you. So I think knowing what you want, like you were just saying, Mercedes, is so important. But but also, right, but yeah. also, um, and I'm, as you say this, I'm absolutely right. I've got friends of mine that are females that are single, uh, and I'm telling them, I'm like, you, you kind of got to know where, you got you to be, you got to know where you want to be, mm-hmm. right? Um, like, don't, if, if you're not into, uh, you know, uh, soccer at all, just don't go start going to soccer matches. Right. But you also have to understand that if you are going to, you know, an all-female gym, right. you're probably not going to meet any guys. And so, we're, you know, kind of threading the needle. Well, which, not which, any guys from the gym, anyway. Well, not any guys. <laughs> right. right. You might have So, the, with regard to that... Um, as a, as a as a man, you know, you going to the you going to a sports bar. It's going to be a lot of other guys like you. Mm-hmm. But if you maybe decide, you know, I, as a kid, I did like horseback riding. You go into a horse stable, you you might be surprised. And how have many stuff <laughs> to be in common with. I think that's something so. you're really right. good at too. Accessing chap is like, what can I be 
that's just slightly different enough from the rest of the population. Yeah. Like, what is something I can get an expertise on, even in a quick fashion? Like, maybe it's just taking a couple, I don't know, horse riding classes or whatever it is, you know, whatever your fancy is, and entering that world and noticing what you pick up, you know, what is, what's the new sphere you're entering offering you? Well, in co-ed sports, right. And we're not going to get into this because I have a lot of questions I want to ask you, <laughs> but, bri- but briefly in my experience, you know, co-ed sports in, in, in college and in law school, um, hor- horse equestrian English is a really good one because the women easily compete if are, are, and it certainly are better than we are at this, which is fun, but also, uh, like fencing, that is definitely a co-ed sport. And you go out there and I was getting owned. And, and then I got pretty good. But there was a lot of very intelligent, attractive females. And it's an athletic endeavor. Yeah. And so I think that you have to, like you were saying, you kind of got to know where to, to fish, as it were. You got to hey, know that, what kind of bait. That brings so up true. something that maybe you come across a lot is like people trying to figure out how to get out of the friend zone. Mm-hmm. Um, especially like maybe they meet someone doing something that they really love. And is it always that they should be getting out, be focusing on getting out of the friend zone with that particular person? Or maybe it's like having a deep enough relationship with someone of the opposite sex that isn't intimate. It isn't something they focus on becoming romantic because that opens the door to the friends of that person to a whole nother world that that other person might have access, a- access oh, that's, to. Oh, that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 100%. You see? I, well, first of all, I think it's it's harder to get out of the friend zone to try to stay away from getting into it. However, mm. if you are into it, of course, like if you like that person, there are ways to get out of it, and that's by building that social proof and not staying as a friend, but allowing that person to see you as a sexual being. Um, And that's by going out, not just keeping them on this pedestal, but showing that you are desired. Um, But if you are in that friend zone and you're okay being in the friend zone, like you were saying, like you can meet other people from that. If you like that person, most likely they have friends that are very similar to them and they can maybe introduce you and set you up, especially because now you have this social proof and now you're showing that you're a great individual they so might want to set you up with their friends. What is that? So let's back up a minute. I think yeah. we need to back up on a little bit of that of social proof or like how do you yeah. prove your way out of the friend zone? Like what is an actual example? Oh, please. Yeah. Of which, <laughs> yeah. which, which part? Of social of, proof? Or? So, yeah, getting yourself out of the friend zone. You said yeah. that there's this basically you can go prove yourself to this woman that I have some viability out in the world. Yeah, how do you or, do that? Yeah, how do you, yeah. Do that? yeah. you know, there, <laughs> there's different techniques definitely to do that. But first of all, she needs to, right now, if you're in the friend zone, she's seeing you as just a friend, maybe like a brotherly figure, for example. You don't want to be a brotherly figure, no. so stop acting like a brotherly figure. Mm. You, you know, girls always want what others want. If we see somebody who's desirable, I'm going to start to wonder, like, hmm, This other person Mm -hmm. is seeing him as desirable. Like, what is it about him? So you have to really bring that confidence. And also you need to not harp on this one person, but really start dating. Allow her to see you dating and talking about other people. And you then friends on her. You can actually be like, hey, like, look at this date I have later and show her a picture or like, like, what do you think about this? Oh, she really, she's like so into me. I don't know. Make her start seeing you. And I know it sounds silly, but now all of a sudden her mind's going to start saying like, hold up, like there's this other hot girl who's really into him. Why aren't I seeing this? That is genius. I never yeah. would have thought about that because because I, I have this thing that Mercedes and I've talked about, and it is to my friends that are guys that are watching is, and this is great because it's, it's really, what I'm about to say is a win-win. Mm-hmm. And that is, please have a friend 
that's very attractive that you genuinely would really love to be in a relationship with, but you are totally fine with her just being a friend mm -hmm. because the access that affords you, but also it might turn around and if you play your cards right and you want to endeavor into this and so does she, you might find out that's your future significant yeah. other, which is amazing. I never thought about that Definitely. because I was always thinking once a friend, always a friend. Because it doesn't I, have to be like that, no, especially because you can build this rapport with that person. You get so comfortable with them. And then they see you living this really fun life of doing things and going out. And now all of a sudden we're building this attraction towards you that we never would have had. It's kind of like, you know how on online dating, there'll be a guy and you would never be interested in him because he would be like, maybe he's heavier. Maybe he's just like not your type at all. But then you meet him in person and his personality just grows on you more and more. And you're like, wow, I love being around him. And this attraction that never would have been there initially is now there. And that can happen with a friend because they start seeing you in this new light. They start seeing all the amazing things you're doing and the confidence you have and how other girls are desiring you. All of a sudden, our mind may shift. Yeah. So that reminds me of like the show Love is Blind where you're trying to yes. basically becoming best friends before you even know this person physically at all. Right. When you're matching people, how are you navigating the fact that they are coming into the first date or whatever with eyes open and they're seeing each other in person, but knowing that what really good, you know, it's going to matter when you're 80 years old that you have a very deep connection, whether spiritually, uh, mentally, whatever it is, outside of the physical, right? Mm -hmm. But because we are also physically yeah. <laughs> related creatures, the physical part matters a lot for people. So how do you navigate as a matchmaker that that bridge, like mm -hmm. also worrying about what someone looks like, but that they have these this background that's so that's true. So with my clients um, that I am matching, I have to do a thorough, thorough um, like examination almost on them. And it's funny, I call it like an examination almost like you're at a doctor's <laughs> you office. You stole my question, <laughs> by the way. Sorry. That was coming up. <laughs> no, I'm just joking. Um, Go ahead, please. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, but it's true. It's very interesting because sometimes you can have two people, and I've had it before where their personalities were perfect for each other like they were so perfect for each other like. but one of them wasn't physically attracted Ooh, to the other yeah. person uh, and yeah. it's so hard um I think that can change if, if but it, you know you, when you're first dating you want that initial yes. connection and that initial attraction so when my clients come in I do have to ask like what do you look for what's your type all of those types of things and try to match them accordingly well because it really yeah. is and Mercedes and I talked about that yeah. uh, this all kind of off the show but can you take, guys, I love that. Can you take like two minutes and just kind of talk about how valuable attraction really is? Because I know as a guy, very visual, you know, I have to be attracted to the, to the person. But it matters, does it? I think it matters no matter, as long as we have senses and we're sensual beings, which we are, attraction Attraction matters no matter, even if you are completely blind. I mean, you're going to be attracted to someone. I think I can be attracted to someone with my eyes closed, or like we were talking about the, the show Love is Blind. And finding ways to bring that about is super important. But if, Chap, you're speaking specifically about physical beauty. Yeah, just, just, I'm just throwing that out there, yeah. Yeah, physical beauty, I think, is a, is a real, not only like some, you know, some people think, oh, you're born with it or you're not, and Maybelline would disagree, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's really a talent as well. Like we have an amazing makeup artist on set right now because it is also a talent of figuring out what are the characteristics about you 
physically that you want to enhance and, you know, beautify or spend time on and energy on. And maybe it's like the way you dress or it's the smile that you realize is like your best feature on your face. So spend more time smiling or, you know, whatever it is. And then make that one of the highlights and share something you talk about a lot is instead of putting, you know, a lot of people, this is tricky and I'll get, we'll get deeper into this, but a lot of people put their worst foot forward, maybe because it's a protection mechanism to like mm-hmm. not get too deep into a relationship. Like, well, you're going to leave me anyway for, for these reasons. So I might as well come in unconfident about it and show all you, you know, the negative Nancy type, right? Instead of putting, highlighting what is amazing about themselves that they know is amazing and they have confidence in. Is that something you can speak on or like see yes, a lot? Yes, 100%. Um, before I get to that, I just want to say for attraction, it's a lot of it's how you make the person feel. You can be oh. not the most handsome guy or not the most beautiful girl, but if you spark attraction and you build that chemistry and you make them feel something, that attraction will grow. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent. Absolutely. Um, oh, yeah. So, I've dated yeah. a guy who I literally was like, not, not my yeah. type, not interested. And then a couple of days later, I'm like, oh, my God. This is like physically I was like, no, nothing. And then we had a conversation that led me to realize that this is – the most attractive, attracted I've ever been to a person. Totally. And that turned into physical attraction as well. Right. So it definitely doesn't have to go like physical attraction first and then everything else after. That's amazing. Yeah, but I didn't know. Yeah. That's amazing. Which is why I don't love online dating. I think it's a great way to meet people initially, but it's hard because you're going off of a picture. You're not getting to feel anything. So when you meet someone in person, even if you're not the yeah. cutest person in the world, like, you can build that attraction just the energy. by how you yeah. make them feel. That banter, that excitement. Um, it's kind of just like going out to a grocery store. Everybody is nice. Everyone's la dee But if there's someone who, like, makes you excited, who yeah. does something to you that's different, out of the norm, all of a sudden some sort of attraction is going to grow or some sort of excitement's going to happen internally. Um, their, so, yeah, their yeah. charisma is a contagious, it's contagious thing. Yeah, totally. Yeah, for sure. So, in, and I think it's really easy for like for our audience to even think about right now is what if you closed your eyes and thought about I don't know close people in your life, like whoever the maybe top three people you're close to in your life. How do you energetically feel around them? Because that's mm-hmm. the attraction that you're feeling with anybody who walks in the room, whether they're super hot or whatever that means to you or not. You can have, you know, you can basically build that up or you can see that part of them and then go like, ooh, let me focus more on that feeling than that feeling than that feeling instead of their boobs are big and that inspires (laughs) you feeling, you know, like... Yes. That doesn't last forever. It's so true. <laughs> Guys are very visual, but, you know, we change, right? Yeah. We take off all our makeup. We might look a little different like, yeah. <laughs> than as we get we older. We have babies. We, ha- I mean, we yes. age. Like, we want to be able to, too, by the way. Yes. Well, yes. The, 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 the funny thing is, is there's, <laughs> there's a, like, I don't know if this is a rule or whatever. You, as a guy, you, you, you typically, we used to joke about it, you want to meet the, the girl's mom to see how she's going to look. <laughs> right. Now, I will tell you. I've seen the future <laughs> of Miss Tubshire, and it is looking great. Oh, okay, you. like amazing, amazing. Thanks. By the way, I, I have so a I, I have a time machine, and I know what her name is. <laughs> and it's her mom. Uh, anyway, That's so, so my question, and this is a, a practical one yes. because I, I really think your uh, your dating service, uh, and this is not a pitch by the way, at all. Yes, no. But I was blown away when I heard about it. And and can you, 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 so you I'm, I'm going to just kind of get us to what I really want to know. You know, you bring people in, you interview them, 
there are red flags, and I want to ask you about that. There might be somebody that's like a red flag that you don't want to deal with. Obviously, you can detect they have maybe a, a major, you know, I don't know, something where you're like, this is not good. There's mal malintent here. Um, but when when you, back to what you said, when you have that, that wing woman or that friend or the girl that likes your friend, and you're like, wait, she's amazing in every way, shape, or form. It's like a James Bond girl. Why am I, wait, I need to look a little closer at my buddy over yeah. here. And so, but that is like the way you kind of would set this up because you <laughs> would go in, explain this to me. Yeah, so uh, with NYC Wing Woman, we were women helping men approach other women and, and kind of building that social proof already. And I only work with good, nice guys. Like I've had plenty of guys try to hire us that I was like, no, I'm sorry. I don't think that you're ready for a relationship um, or will respect women the way I want the men that are approaching these women to be, you know, to respect. Um, but yeah, we're kind of helping them build that social proof by showing, hey, we're hanging out with him. All of a sudden, other girls are going to be like, who's this guy who has all these, you know, a attention from other girls? We're helping them build that social proof, but we're also teaching them how to do it on their own as well by like, you know, talking to the bouncers, talking to the bartenders, being that person that other people are drawn to. It's going to draw people in as well. And so everyone's going to look at the that guy at the bar and say, hey, who is that guy? Like, he has all these cute girls around him. And or everybody he knows, knows every, right. everyone or whatever it is. We're not afraid of him anymore because he has built social proof. Yeah, and yes. that's a good point because we, we've read a lot. You know, we've read recently about these, like, these bartenders trying to help out, you know, female uh, in a situation they might detect as kind of weird because maybe they knew who this person was and their, and their MO. Mm -hmm. But, but, but if, if you're sitting at a, at a, a bar is an easy one, but if you're sitting in like a bar, whatever, and the bartender's like, Hey Jim, how's it going? Hey man. He goes, yeah. I saw you last week. How's it going? How, how's the, how's the surfing yeah. coming along or whatever? The girl's like, Oh, well he knows them. And I are, I like this place. Yeah. So is I think he, that's a big deal. He seems deal. cool. He seems vouching for you, right? Yeah. People, yeah, vouching, people, people vouching totally. Yeah. It's yeah. It helps so much. There's a lot of guys that are trying to approach girls in the bar all the time and it's like sometimes it could come off as very like sleazy or like oh who is this guy like why does he come over to me when you are going to approach a girl though like do it right away like start the conversation be confident show that you know people around you you have that social proof if she doesn't want to talk to you like that's okay like that's her loss don't be like that needy person. And it really is her loss, right? Because you would have already gotten to know these people mm -hmm. and it would have almost been, uh, I'm not going to say, you know, share necessarily share dating material, but it, it certainly some of the women on your team would have felt there was some good standards with this individual yeah. and you never would have taken him under your wing had totally. he not been approved. Yeah. Relationship women approved. material. Yeah. So that's so good. So once you've made it through the door, then, and that's, that's maybe what the, the question is. Yeah, oh, yeah. How do you make it through the door? Like, what are the red flags where you're like, no, nah, you're not ready yet? Yeah. So I don't want somebody who's just looking for like one night stands or, you know, doesn't treat women well. They need to be guys that are actually ready to meet someone who will respect women. And they're like the good guys, yeah. but they're so good that they're overlooked. Uh -huh. And we want to change that because I want women, like all my, a lot of my friends that are single, they're going for the bad guys, not that? nice guys. It's, what is that about? You know what? They're right. They're yeah, attracted to It's only been my entire dating wanting, career. Why yeah. is that? Yeah, why why that is, why that? is that? Yes. <laughs> right. No, it's true because, you know, 
that you're attracted to this guy almost like that you want to change or that you want to level down you're a lot of times attracted to that not the nice guy because he's just kind of always there but I want the nice guys to win they should be the ones (laughs) winning and my friends that are single that are gorgeous women should be with these nice guys but they keep going for the wrong one so I need to help these nice guys learn how to attract these beautiful women and that's what we do so with that um that when you're when you're talking about um that vein with the the bad guy I, I remember somebody was somebody was saying that like and this isn't this is a generalization I get it but is that 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 when women have sons as, as they're, you know, mm-hmm. they, they try to make them into the man that they would want. Mm-hmm. But then guys, they want to make, they, they want to, uh, they want to change. So it's, it's like this, like fostering maybe. And that, mm-hmm. and that is made, like what you said is the bad guy is, is I can save this person. And it might be why, you know, some women are attracted to adopting, this is going to sound really weird, but <laughs> adopting like certain kinds of, 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 of a dog breed, like I, I, pit bulls come to mind. It's like, oh, no, see, see, I can save this I dog. See. You see what I'm saying? And it's yeah, like, yeah. Yeah, but it's a pit bull. Right, right, right. And as soon as it gets away from you, it's going to say, right. but as a guy, you might be able to do gonna, that. Yeah. But if you already find a guy that is already the nice guy, mm-hmm. when you peel back the layers, you might realize well, he's a fighter pilot. Yeah. I don't know, that's kind of badass. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, totally. or, or he's a, or he's, you know, like a, uh, yeah. he works on a cattle ranch or mm-hmm. he's, he's a, a fireman or something's like, that's awesome. I yeah. Think you know, but of, there's other ways. A lot of why, yeah. why I've done that in my past. And I think why women do that dance of dating the bad guy or dating someone who's, you know, I don't want to say broken cause we're all, we all got some right, stuff going totally. on, but you know, someone who I'm going to go in there and fix, or that might be the mentality, you know, as someone going and dating that is because I'm broken too, or I have, you know, worth issues there too, where I feel like I'm not necessarily worthy of someone who's got all their shit together because I don't have my shit together. And I think a lot of the time we we don't see the significant other as someone who's going to help, and especially as women in this culture where we're like hyper-independent a lot of the time, instead of focusing on an interdependence where we're like trying to build something together with someone else, we're like, I don't want to ask for help. I need to do everything my own. or Otherwise, mm-hmm. I'm going to be a burden. So I don't want to be with someone who is going to be better than me or help me out and give me a hand up because then I, it's shining a light on where I'm not good enough yet. I'm not independent enough yet. I'm not enough of a... Okay, so that brings say. up a really good question, right? And I think that w- is as regard to when you're in that scenario as a, as a guy and you're saying like, oh, well, I'm not ready to enter the dating world yet. Maybe, maybe you, you, you know, you, there, there's maybe mental reasons, you know, you got a divorce, your, your, your family member, you know, just had a cancer or passed away or unfortunately something like that. Or you might think, well, I really want to lose these, these eight pounds, or I really want to like get that job promotion, or I want that, you know, new car or whatever it is. What do you, what do you have to say about things like that? Obviously you, you need to be mentally prepared to enter it but should you put off, should you be a little more opportunistic or should you put up these mental barriers of, I am not going to technically start dating until X? Like, are there, have you, do you, you see what I'm saying? I don't know if that makes. Yeah, I think some people will put up those barriers but you never know. Like, it's a lot of times it's about timing. It's when you meet the person. And if you're ready for it, you do have to be ready for it if you're going to actually commit to a relationship. If you're just looking for a fling or whatever, hookups, that's one thing. But you have to be in, in the right mindset when you're really ready for a relationship. I think you have to really be there mentally and, and be ready for that. So it is important sometimes to take time, do that soul searching, figure it out what it is that you actually want. 
and kind well, of know what it is. And why, and, and why again, and, and you, you guys please answer this because I know this is why people are tuning in. They're not tuning in for me, although they <laughs> should. You should. But is, is <laughs> why is confidence attractive to females? Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah. yeah, I think it's so attractive because you know who you are. Yeah. We want to feel great around you by you being confident and actually makes us feel better too a lot of times as well and I think something with the bad guy like we were saying the not the nice guy is he's so unapologetically himself and that a lot of times is very sexy if we're like oh I want to yes you know I want to narcissistic go do, it's, yeah. it's a little narcissistic <laughs> it is but, but for some reason that just attracts us because he's so himself he's so sure of himself yes. we're like kind of in awe of that and sometimes he just kind of does what he wants to do and we kind of try to wheel him back in because we want his attention that's on himself on us and a right. lot of times that for whatever reason kind of turns us on I think there that's it's really a matter of healthy narcissism because that's super important for all of us to have some feeling of specialness otherwise we have no passion yeah passion is basically feeling that whatever you're doing with your life is special Mm -hmm. you know and so we want to be with someone who has direction has passion because as women in feminine uh energetically feminine bodied beings we are needing to align really to something else if we want to be in that feminine state a lot if we want to be more relaxed if we want to be the one in direction and you know taking the being the direction all the time then we are probably embodying much more of a masculine energy which is by the way my usual cadence so (laughs) but I don't want to attract feminine men all the time I don't want to attract the hyper nice guy that's the people pleaser because it isn't sexy to me I want to attract the more confident masculine man which means I have to look for someone who is got more direction than I have basically in my body so that I it can kind of outmasculine me in a way. Um, and well, so there's levels to this thing for sure. Is this why, okay, there's this thing that I'm, I'm not, that I've, dang, whatever, but that I've started to become aware of. Is this why that, that, that attract, you know, women find the dad and the dad bod attractive <laughs> because they really don't give an F and they're just like, they, you see they're carrying with their little daughter, their little son, you know, pushing the stroller, and they're like, they got to be carrying. They have this, and they, they, they really don't care because they already know. They're like, whatever, I'm, sure, I'm good. you're going to get this one. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know how to. <laughs> you know what? I think there's two reasons for that, in my opinion. Um, I feel like, one, it is because they're just like, this is me. Accept me for who I am. I'm not changing for anyone else. Right. Like, this is me, and that's one reason. I think the second reason is a lot of girls don't really like there's could be the most gorgeous guy ripped abs and like so great always in the gym and other guys would be like oh he probably gets so many girls but in reality a lot of times he doesn't because he's that guy who a lot of times girls aren't as attracted to because he spends more time on himself he is um which kind of sometimes is a turnoff for girls too it's funny because I know this really <laughs> I know this girl who I who I who I adore who we were we were watching one day the news and there was this super put together reporter guy yeah. I was like I'm looking I'm like that guy is amazing looking <laughs> yeah, yeah. and I'm like what do you think what do you think about that guy eh. right, she's like much. he cares too much about himself yeah, he like, cares oh, too much. like personally okay. I don't want a guy who's gonna take longer to get ready than I uh, do okay that's you know? very interesting I'm so glad you said that because yeah. I was I was actually wondering that yeah and with with that I have one more question for you one more yes. question for you um it, oh man this is so in the world that we live in not we're not going to talk about sides or anything like that but just the subject of religion and politics I was taught as a kid don't talk about that at the dinner table or anything like that but that's an easy fast and furious but 
is, is there a point where it matters and it needs to be kind of fleshed out a little bit? Yeah, I think you don't bring up religion politics on the first date unless, for example, religion's so important to or maybe you that's that how you, you know whatever, it's a deal right. breaker. If it's a deal breaker, okay, maybe you can. But I think you had asked a question before about um, being a negative Nancy versus uh, yeah. um, putting your best foot yeah. forwards. And I think it is really important. You don't want to tell all of your dirty laundry before they get to know you and get yeah. excited about you. You first have to get them excited before you talk about things like politics, which could bring you apart and oh, draw wow. you away from each other. First, get that great foundation together. Get her to want you, to want to be around you. Then we could start talking about little harder topics. Well, and if it matters to you, if, if it does matter to you, speaking yeah. from a, as a guy or, or, or a girl, but as a guy, if it does really matter to you, just make sure your radar is properly tuned mm -hmm. to be receptive before you get too deep in it. This yeah. person's probably going to not going to be right for you. Right. Totally. A hundred percent. Yeah. And th that's where like questions come about. Like, listen, and if it's online dating is how you met the person, like read their profile. Usually you can tell their religion ahead homework. of time. Like do your, do your homework, like actually pay attention to what's written about them. Or when you do come and meet them, like talk to them, hear them out. Um, and then you can kind of go that's, from there. That's a yeah. big one. Mercedes, um, I want to get into where we can find, find share. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So we're almost done. Um, but I want to make sure because, because this, this person who I've known for a period of time is one of the most wonderful people I've ever known. Mercedes is like third down the list. <laughs> Shares one. Aww. No, um, but anyway, no, but, yeah. but truly amazing. And I really, Thank please you. follow her. Please, please connect with her because truly, truly an incredible person. Um, the dating coaching is, now remember, share hub shirt. The dating coaching is nycwingwoman.com. nycwingwoman.com. Yeah, and as you can tell, she is going to be the best wing woman you oh ever God. did have. She knows all the secrets. And then Instagram is at nycwingwoman at NYC Wingwoman. And then for personal Instagram and TikTok, which is, you know, a good good place to follow us, at Cher Hubshire, C-H-E-R-H-U-B-S-H-E-R. -E -E Am I correct? And that is it. So Yeah, this has been so amazing having you on the show, Cher. Thank you so much for your time, your energy, and your knowledge. Oh, thank you so much. This was so much fun chatting with both of you. So thanks you're for having gonna, me. You're going to come on again. Don't yeah. worry about, Don't worry wait. about that. I'm Don't worry about that. Order. <laughs> Absolutely. All right, guys. Thank you so much for being here with us. If you want to connect with our community, please subscribe, comment on the links below. And please share this episode with someone who might need to hear it. I know you fellas are out there and you could share it with your, your other friends. Um, if you need a wing woman, Cher's got your back. We are shooting shows every week. So catch us again next week. Bye for now.